Love Talk Radio. To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. Hey, good morning. To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, this conference is being recorded. Hey, good morning, um, Marilyn Vaughn. Hey, good morning to you. Hey Terrell, what's going on, man? Good morning to you. Glad to, glad to hear you. Glad to hear you, or at least see you uh, on the Periscope, man. Glad to have you. Everybody that's on the conference call this morning. Hey, good morning to you as well. Hey, Sister Belinda. Good morning, Sister Bug. Hello. Appreciate that room. What's going on, man? How you doing? That's, that's a Dr. Rod. I like that. Uh, look, I see some hearts. I see. Uh, I, I see purple hearts. That might be the color for the day. Purple hearts. Hey, Shante. Good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Sister Patricia Eight. Hey, uh, Facebook, you guys there? I see. I think it's streaming, but I don't see anybody. Yes, there was a hey, Sister Peter. Good morning to you. Uh, hey, Yolanda. Good morning, Cheryl. Latrice, Sister Yor. Good morning. I see different hearts. Now here we go. Kissing hearts. heart. Turquoise heart. Is that somebody on the conference call? Hey, good morning. Hello. How are you? Good. That's great. Hey, good morning. Uh, Ping, that was going on with you. Hope you had a good weekend. I didn't say it yesterday, but happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day to everyone. Uh, hey, Lady Kellum, good morning. <laughs> I appreciate the congratulations, too. Good morning. Hey, Digger Jones, good morning. Uh, Digger Jones, I'll talk to you in a, in a little while. Uh, Gold Hearts are coming up. Hey, Kendra, good morning to you and the Berry family. Sister Cynthia, good morning. Uh, good morning to you as well. Yes. Uh, yes, today is a good day. It is a beautiful day. Whether it's shifting, I'm not sure what part of the country you're in or actually what part of the world you're in. I know it's time to time we get a couple of people from Cape Town uh, and from Russia, but uh, the weather is great here in Virginia on the East Coast. Hey, Sister Donna, good morning to you. Let's, uh, let's jump in for those who are just coming in. Hey, Sister Diane, we are we are doing this Scar Survivors. If anyone may be new, a matter of fact, if this is your first time, uh, just go ahead and type up there a uh, one. Just give me a little one, a one if this is your first time on with us. One, we want to say thank you for joining. Hey, Stacy, uh, good morning. One of the things we've been looking at is how to survive scars. And as we kind of come to the end of the series, we're really in a place of encouragement this week. Well, I want to remind you of how important it is for you to be you now, for you to be what and who God's called you to be. Hey, Jennifer, good morning. Because, you know, having survived these scars, that was so essential for you to be uh, the person God wants. Hey, Sister Myrie, glad to have you on uh, for the first time. This has been a long series. We are actually in the fourth week of this same series. And so right now we are looking at Acts chapter 1. It's kind of our, our, focal, our focal point, uh, JCBJ8970. What's going on, babe? Uh, Ms. Wicker, hey, good morning to you. And, and so this week, as we talk about encouragement, actually today, as we talk about encouragement, I want to talk about uh, being a witness, right? Uh, that you, you should be the sight people behold, be a witness. Uh, and we've been out of Acts chapter 1, where Jesus is getting ready to be taken up. And uh, Acts chapter 1, I think, verse 3, it says, after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a 40-day period and spoke about the kingdom of God. Uh, and, and then he ascended. First Corinthians 4 and 9 is really our focal scripture today. That, that's, Acts 1 and 3 is kind of the backdrop, but uh, First Corinthians 4 and 9 is kind of what we're looking at. And today's simple message is this, be a witness. 
right? That's it. I mean, I, I'm going to probably say it for the next five minutes, but that's the key. Look, be a witness. Um, be, be the person that people see Christ through. Right? You, are, you are officially, as of today, if you didn't know it already, you are officially his hype man. You are a walking billboard. You are a coupon that people can use to get Christ at a reduced rate because they don't have to pay the high cost of failure and faults and fallacies that you have paid. Because of you, there's some things that they can get and do and overcome uh, because you are now a witness. Be a witness. Matter of fact, put that up on the screen for somebody. If you're on a conference call, just find somebody. Say it out loud. Be a witness. You are the sight they are to behold. And First Corinthians 4 and 9 was always, always for me, a, uh, a different type of scripture. Uh, First Corinthians 4 and 9 says this. It says, for it seems to me, and this is Paul, right, right? It, it says, for it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession. Like those condemned to die in the arena, we have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. So I'm going to read that one more time. That's not as familiar of a scripture. It says, for it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession. Like those condemned to die in the arena, we have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to humans. Look, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you get that visible. Uh, it's, it's almost like gladiator, or uh, maybe a circus. It's, it's as if you've been placed in the Coliseum at a TED Concert Center or Norfolk Scope, depending on where you live, right? Uh, and and although the arena is filled with people. There is this long parade that takes place, God in front, and we're in back. And at the end of the processional, God takes everybody else out of the arena, and he leaves you in the arena with all eyes on you. I mean, you can't see everybody in the arena, not from where you're standing, not in the middle of the arena, not in the middle of the Coliseum, not, not in the middle of the stadium, but everybody can see you. Everybody can see you sitting in the in the nosebleed section, they can see you if they're sitting up front. And, again, the big key is they are not necessarily visible by you, but they are visible to you. And today I want to tell you the same, that now that you've survived your scars, now that you've gotten past, you know, the hurt and the abuse, you somehow survived, you know, after the loss of loved one, the divorce, uh, the, the miscarriage, the abortion, you bounce back somehow after being talked about or laid off. You know, after having all of that hardship, you think that people are just looking over you, walking past you, and somehow, you know, taking you for granted. But what I'm telling you is you are actually on display, uh, like fine china in the dining room that nobody actually gets to eat from, but everybody sees when they come in the house. You are on display. Like uh, like that, that furniture, and I'm not joking you if you still have it, but my grandmother used to have it, that furniture in the living room that had that plastic wrapped around it that nobody could touch. You couldn't walk in that room because, you know, the vacuum line, you are on display. God has intentionally placed you in front of people. Even though you think you're hiding, you think you're trying to, you think you are going through life unseen, you, you think that because nobody has called your name or they know your name and they haven't given you a certificate, they haven't given you any award, no trophies have been presented to you, you think that you are walking through life invisible. But I'm telling you, you are on display. People are watching how you treat others. People are looking at how you, uh, how you speak 
to people that are around you. People are looking at you on Sunday, how you praise, how you worship, how you treat children, what you say to the janitors that you walk past. People are watching how you and your spouse interact, whether you are together or separated. What is the response? People are listening to your volume, the voice of your vo- the volume of your voice. Uh, the attitude you have or you do not have. They see you when you're in traffic. They see you when you're in long lines at Walmart. Uh, They see you when somebody cuts in front of you in the traffic. They see you uh, when the person in line jumps in front of you. All eyes are on you. And because all eyes are on you, uh, the one thing uh, we want to make sure you know is that your scars are not what they're looking at. You think they see, uh, you know, the, the proverbial hole in your socket. No, look, they don't see any of that. They are not looking at your scars. They are not looking at the hole. Look, Jesus is getting ready to ascend. And in Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, it says, I have given you power for witnessing. The power he gives you is the Holy Spirit that's on the inside. We'll spend tomorrow kind of talking about the Holy Spirit. The key is understanding that that power is not something people see on the outside. That power is not something people see because you're muscular. That power is not something to see because of what people see because of what you drive or where you live. The power they see is in how you act, how you respond, how you interact, how you connect or who you're connected to, who you disconnect from, the, the group of people you spend your time with the people you sit with in restaurants, how you act while you're in restaurants. Today's simple word of encouragement is all eyes have been on you the whole time. When people want to see Christ, God sends you so that they can see you first. When people want to hear his voice, he opens up your mouth and lets you speak. So watch the words you say. When people want to be touched by him, he uses your hands. When people uh, want want to be in the presence of God, Sometimes God will show up spiritually, but more times than not, when he wants his presence to be felt, he sends you. And Lady Keller says, how are you walking in it? That's a great question. Today, I want to ask the same. How have you shown yourself? How have you uh, been received by people? How is it, um, how, how is the atmosphere shifted or changed when you show up in the room? Because today, one Warrior 05, your first day on Periscope, realize that you are witness. See, the difference right now is, you know, we're engaging through this social media platform. Uh, some of you are on Periscope. Some of you are on uh, Facebook Live. Some of you are on conference call. Some of you are listening to this via podcast. Uh, and there are screens in between you and I, but you can still be seen. I just want to talk that out for all my social media heads. Every post they watch, every joke you put on, they're, they're looking at. Uh, every image that you post, people are placing their eyes on them. And they don't just see what you post and what you type. They also see who's doing it. You right now are on display. And what First Lincoln does for us, it helps us understand that our scars have not stopped us from being seen. Better yet, our scars are what make us visible. So now know that people are looking at you, and based on how you act, what you do, what you say, who you hang out with, what you do, will determine the longevity of people. It will determine the future of those who are watching. It will determine how their faith is developed or if they just decide to forget about God, walk away from Christ, and forget about church altogether. Today, the weight is placed on you. 
Because despite your scars, you still have value. You still have worth. You are important to God. You are important to the kingdom. You have a role that cannot be replaced by anybody else but you. Hey, Sister Brown, Elder Brown, good morning to you. So because that's true today, know that you're visible and act like somebody can see you. Father, I thank you today. I thank you because one of the things that, uh, you know, we've really been dealing with since we've had these scars is how to reconnect the people. And today, God, what you're telling us is even though we can't see them, they can see us. Matter of fact, God, you're confirming that even though we can't always see you, since your eyes are on the sparrow, God, you can see us. So today our prayer, God, is that we we act and walk and live in such a way that when people see us, they are pleased. Not just happy with us to, you know, pat us on the back, but they're so pleased that they want to know who's helped us do it. They want to know who's providing for us. They want to know who's protecting and healing us. So, God, use us today as human billboards. You use us today, God, as advertisements for who you are, what you can do, and your glory, and your power, and your healing, and your provision. Use us today so that, God, when people see us, they really get connected to you. That's our prayer. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, look, you guys have a great day today. Uh, you know, be, be the hype man, be the billboard, most importantly. Uh, be who God's called you to be. Don't act or be like anyone else. Be you. Be blessed. Thank you.